1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the only podcast that has to finish fifth but comes ninth but is still fine.
2: As it tries to go, that was tense but disappointing.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the revolving podium DJ of F1 podcasts. What and Buddy's the... special prize! Oh my
0: God, what was that?
1: <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the podcast equivalent of realising that there are still two races left in the season, but all the excitement is over.
2: Yeah!
1: Welcome to, for Formula 1's sake, the F1 podcast that asks, who is Monia, Roman Grosjean or Sebastian Vettel?
2: Roman Grosjean, the people have voted, do you, do you want to try and subvert the people's will?
1: I'm Chi and today from Picturehouse Central in London's West End, we're going to talk about the penultimate, penultimate Grand Prix from Mexico, Arriba! Oh, that was good. Thank you. Today we're going to talk about dodgy Renault engines, dodgy overtakes, dodgy levels of oxygen and the end of any kind of interest in the season. That's all to come. Joining me is a motoring journalist who, this week, has been mostly driving SEATs. It's Phil Tromans. Hello,
0: everyone. Yes, by a weird quirk of a coincidence, it's been SEATs week or two
2: weeks. So what SEATs have you Se- been driving?
0: Well, I started off with the, uh, the Arona.
2: My Arona.
0: We literally did that joke oh. non-stop throughout the oh. entire event. Oh. And it was just before, also in Barcelona, or rather near Barcelona, in Girona, the Hyundai Kona. So we made up a whole wrap, it was brilliant.
1: And Alongside him is a man who staggered as a man this morning, it's Terry Saunders.
2: So, I bought a pair of Dr. Martins. If you know me, you know I like a pair of Dr. Martins, and there was a new pair in the shop I bought the other week, and I was like, I want those Dr. Martins, they are my Dr. Martins. I bought those Dr. Martins, they were very expensive Dr. Martins, had them for six days, and then walked past Dr. Martin's shop and saw that they were in the sale uh. and they were 50 quid cheaper oh. than what i just paid. Despite the fact I'd already worn them out on one night of an evening, I cleaned huh. them up because yeah, they had to be in unworn condition, returned them, got my money back, sent my wife in half an hour later <laughs> to buy the same boots in my size and lo and behold, I got the same pair of boots back. <laughs> 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 no, I've, I've already slightly broken them in, and I could tell they're superhero boots because there's a bit of chewing gum on the bottom. I always want to get my wife to go back in and s- complain and go, These have clearly been worn before, <laughs> but she, she wouldn't.
1: I did that with a dress once. I wore it to a wedding, I bought it on Amazon, got it on the day, wore it to a wedding, and then sent it back.
0: That's one of the saddest stories. Oh, it wasn't your wedding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not yes. as far as I know. No. Anyway. As far as you know. <laughs> So after a good start off the line, let's now career clumsily into Listener's Corner, where you slide your questions at us and we bounce them off our side pods. Much of the discussion about Mexico was about that first lap battle between Hamilton, Vettel and Verstappen. What happened? Who was to blame? Let the conspiracy theories begin. Andy Dickinson said, The cynic in me says that Vettel meant to hit Hamilton.
2: Ooh. Mm.
1: Craig Winter posted a screenshot on our Facebook page, captioning it thusly. Exiting a right-hand corner and heading towards a right-hand corner, yet Vettel is turning left. Ooh. Chris Krung said, I'm going to throw my tinfoil hat into the ring as well. Vettel hit Hamilton on purpose.
2: No, he fucking didn't.
0: Yeah, it's, all got, it's all got very Alex Jones in here, hasn't right.
1: it? If, if his car hadn't been damaged, maybe. But you wouldn't damage it. Well, car. the
0: fact that he twatted his front wing twice. And also... What a stupid fucking idea that would be. I mean, whatever you think about Fettel, he's usually quite good at thinking through quite a lot of things. Well, he had if to he thought, I'm going to smash my car into Hamilton and hope that maybe he gets a puncture.
2: Yeah, so to reiterate, to win the championship, he had to win twice and finish and second. Second. And and finish second Assuming
0: minimum. that Hamilton and didn't Hamilton finish anything.
2: So in a way, you could argue that his only chance was to try and get Hamilton out of the way and then win the race. Yeah, but, but like, getting a- Hamilton
0: out of the way is one thing, but then if you then damage your car, you've got oh, yeah, absolutely it's a, it's no a, chance of winning.
2: It's a high-risk move, but, you know, I'm not saying it's impossible, but watching that bit happen, it was quite clear he was at fault. Oh, he was guilty of being
0: massively clumsy.
2: Oh, now no,
0: Oh, no, now. come
1: on. No, Max
2: Verstappen, hang on. Clumsily, right. What? Clumsily went through to the lead, bashing <laughs> people out of the way
0: clumsily overtook
2: clumsily overtook clumsily, and then clumsily was just clumsily
0: mouth. disappeared 20 seconds clumsily up the road won the
2: race yeah
0: utter horseshit I mean just just to touch on the Vettel thing I, I went back and I watched the start again after seeing some of these because the, the people on our Facebook page were not the only ones to say he deliberately took him out uh, no they were all driving very very hard right at the limit of grip and when your car loses grip and starts to slide the way you correct it is to counter steer by steering yeah, against the slide which is what Fettel was doing when it looks like he's steering left so he wasn't deliberately trying to drive into uh, hamilton but or, or verstappen before that he what? was just counter steering and trying to keep his car
2: on the track it's interesting what a screenshot will do just like one frame like steering left because that's quite compelling and unless you know anything about racing you <laughs> fucking twat
1: now after a race where renault engines went bang for more than a racial stereotype into a piñata full of sweets mike richmond asked that Honda engine is just getting good now they've dumped it. I expect they'll overtake Renault next year and make McLaren look like dicks. No,
2: they won't, right? That Honda engine is shite. It will not get But ba- The number of people on the internet that have been going, oh, uh, it'd be really funny if Toro Rosso beat McLaren next year. Do you know what? They might do. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's not going to fucking happen because that Honda is rubbish. And if Honda have proved one thing over the last few years, they haven't got a fucking clue what they're doing. And Renault... Are not the best engine in the world, but they're getting better. They've well, been caught out by this race.
1: But they, by said, they said they they forgot that the altitude was different. Yeah, they
2: got caught out by not reading the Wikipedia page <laughs> for the race. But then again, maybe the Renault engine just really likes oxygen. Maybe yeah. that's what. We, maybe that's their secret. Maybe there is a more oxygen dense race, like um,
0: one of the undersea races or Venus. <laughs>
2: Where, where's Which planet has got the highest oxygen? I reckon I'm
0: not sure any of them have that much Venus oxygen. Is,
2: Venus has got nitrogen. Maybe maybe in, in Venus, the Renaults just fucking fly. I
0: mean, the stuff Liberty's been coming up with, I don't think anything's off the table.
2: In
1: Venus! <laughs> <laughs> Max Verstappen scored his third F1 victory in Whatever. Mexico, and it didn't go unnoticed that his win followed yet another demotion for the 2016 FF1S Drive of the Year, Daniel Kvyat. Wes Paul Stop says, I'm beginning to think this Kvyat curse hasn't been taken far enough. I say Red Bull should kill him in some sort of pagan ritual and then they'll win the 2018 championships. Seems like the only logical answer. Yeah, but then they'll only
2: win one championship. What they need to do Mm. is have some way of kind of constantly demoting him. And I think what they should do is tell him every Thursday for a race, you're driving for Red Bull this week, uh, Max Verstappen's <laughs> injured. People were like, what? Oh, fuck. And he turns out and they go, I'm kidding. <laughs> but legally, we have demoted you.
1: Speaking of Max, Phil McWilliam says, perhaps Terry would like to reconsider his opinion on Verstappen after he spanked the entire grid like a drug fueled dominatrix. Just
2: because I spanked the entire grid like a drug fueled <laughs> dominatrix doesn't mean anything. Look, he had a clumsy start. Vettel and Houghton were fighting over a bigger cause and um, I don't know, I just the view out of this window that we're sitting is very... And nice. then he disappeared
0: more than 10 seconds up the road from somebody else in a Mercedes did message, you watch his
1: senders this <laughs> week? <laughs> <it's
0: really> <laughs> I think it's quite can't, we finally got can't him. You can
1: deny you weren't just a bit impressed. Now, in I other can news, deny
2: I
0: wasn't just a bit impressed. So you can't back it up.
1: In other news, Daniel Kvyat might not be as completely out of Formula One, unless we kill him, as you thought he was. Although, let's face it, he is. The Russian's name has emerged on the shortlist for Felipe Massa's seat at Williams, alongside Paul Duresta and Robert Kubica. Massa doesn't want to give up his seat and is pushing Williams to make a decision before Brazil in a couple of weeks. Although, that might not happen, according to Autosport.
2: Massa has been a bitch this week. There is a whole interview where he was just there going... Uh, well, uh, you know the that has only got one arm and uh, Paul de Resta's like really angry. Yeah, he's and, Scottish. Uh, yeah, and Kavia is uh, in collusion with Trump so I think what you should do is maybe employ me again because I'm really nice and I buy everyone sweets.
1: <laughs> what else has he got? I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is that-
2: he's determined a- to hold on till the end of time. He does make a really good cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to miss it?
0: Are we, I mean, we'll miss his son running around the pit lane being sort of hilarious in a sort of annoying no. way. No. no. No, don't give a All shit. right. Maybe we could get a son in instead. Maybe he's in contention with the Williams seat.
1: (sighs) Did Mercedes help Ferrari make their engine better in order to make for a more competitive season? That's the claim from washed-up old has-been Bernie Eccleston, who was speaking to Italian newspaper La Repubblica in a desperate attempt to stay relevant. Terry, with your impression of Bernie? Well,
2: certainly, at one point, a hand with the
1: engine was there. Pushed on who gave that help, Eccleston added... Mercedes, and for
2: good reason a walk championship one against Sauber is one thing one against Ferrari is another he
1: continued
2: I do not know for definite I say maybe uh, in the past it has happened with Honda and if Mercedes has decided to translate technology to Marinella, I say it was a good fucking
1: move then Ferrari boss Sergio Maracone responded by saying that the claims were
2: unadulterated hogwash same voice it's really weird <laughs> 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 exact same accent
1: and <laughs> Mercedes boss Toto Wolf, said Bernie was throwing hand grenades
0: Surely he'd say it
2: in, throwing hand grenades. Bernie is just irrelevant and just sat in a corner going, why does my phone not ring anymore? (laughs) But at the same time, I think it's highly likely that this happened. (laughs) You reckon? Genuinely.
0: Really? You think Mercedes would jeopardise winning all that money
2: by giving stuff to Ferrari? I think Mercedes gave them some engine designs and had a special fail-safe that meant the quote spark plug would go wrong <laughs> if they were getting too close to winning the championship.
0: It all just sat, it, it all just smacks of a of a, of
2: a, the a whole, forlorn little old man desperately trying to go. Remember me, me. Oh, Bernie. Really, right. <laughs> yes. The the whole interview had lots of stuff about how they twisted the rules with Max Mosley and how Ferrari is always good to win. So not even just this last year of the Mercedes helping with the engine, but we know that Mercedes have offered to help Honda with the engine. We know that they've mario alien has done stuff for the Renault engine like the consulting on different engines is a thing and ferrari were piss poor and suddenly got very good now we know ferrari they're not that good a team they don't often get good over a season they just often fuck it up so i feel that there's actually some truth in this
0: see i feel they're just way too proud and yeah i'm going to say arrogant to ever accept help from their main rivals that too I don't think they could live with themselves so I think they'd rather be shit than accept help from Mercedes
2: but this is new Ferrari uh, you know with Sergio at the, at the helm he wants to uh, he really wants he to bond with people doesn't he yeah he wants to make friends <laughs> tell us
1: how wrong we are you can tweet us at for F1's sake or find us on Facebook where we're for F1's sake or email us at wrong at ff1s Now time for the teams, let's start with Mercedes. Now Hamilton had a fairly shocking race, if we ignore the bit where he became one of the most successful drivers in F1 history. Bottas came home in second, but couldn't get anywhere near Verstappen. Now we know that Ferrari is a better car, but could the Red Bull now be better too?
2: The Red Bull have done that thing they do every year when they don't win a championship, which is start (laughs) off rubbish and then get better and better, then win the last few races. Mm. I think if we had a straight (coughs) fight now between red bull ferrari and mercedes i think it's pretty even obviously it's track dependent and so and so and how many people fuck up in a weekend etc but the fact is they're all pretty close and verstappen is you know competent (laughs) (laughs) and hamilton is quite good and vettel's all right and the other three drivers are a bit disappointing
0: well, I don't know. Ricardo's pretty good. Wow, well, not now he's a number two driver. Ooh. and you know, Raikkonen and Bottas are there as well. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, th- I think we're in the, the, the rather exciting position where we have <laughs> now that the season's ended, where um, where we've got th- three, six drivers, well, three cars that could potentially win any race well, any weekend. Three drivers. Here, yeah. but because there's no major rule changes next year, I wonder if this is going to
2: carry through to the start of next year, which would be very yeah, exciting. Be well, this is the big problem with, with the rules, is that, and of course, McLaren will be back. They, they, they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rules spread everything out, and then it kind of gets closer and closer again. We got so we got a couple of years left of these regulations, but there is the argument where you go, Well, why do they keep f- fucking about with it? Because it was really close a few years ago, they spread it out, and now it's getting close again. And part of it, you just kind of go, We could have had like six years of really close rates. If it wasn't for this hybrid era,
0: well, it's because the manufacturers demand. I mean, this is a whole other debate, isn't it? Manufacturer influence and, Wankers. Oh, but yeah, say relevant, say road relevant, in it. Lewis Hamilton is a four times world champion. He is it's mm. exciting, isn't it? He's That's done well. Nice. He's done well. Not bad from a guy from Saint d- evernage
2: It was weird that you've got to already finished fifth. It's the most disappointing
1: it, race of the entire season. Yeah, somehow like
2: they both end up at the back of the. Grid at the, at the end of the first lap. I mean, you couldn't write it. Like I was, like, I was kind of watching it, going, "This isn't quite believable." Yeah, that it's yeah, just yeah. those two, you know. Verstappen escaped. Bottas <laughs> wasn't caught up. Raikkonen wasn't caught up. It was just those two. that got damaged and mm. went to the pits. That like, was the
0: story, really, wasn't it? I mean, uh, once you got over the fact that Verstappen was out front, nothing else was really going on. It was just how far can they go? I really liked it because we all thought going into the weekend, it's like uh, Hamilton will win. Vettel comes second Hamilton with the championship but
2: Hamilton makes a habit of this because you remember 2007 when he narrowly lost the championship was because he did he go into the gravel on the way to the pits I was in China because yeah. his, his tyres were gone
0: yeah when they just McLaren refused to call him in
2: yeah but in 2008 you know he just had to finish by fin- finishing
0: finishing fifth.
2: fifth and wasn't it on because if I remember rightly on the first lap like he had no drive or something, he went right down the yeah, back yeah, of the yeah. grid. That's why. I'm, so it's like he does have a habit of going. All I've got to do is this easy thing that I do every week. And whoops, <laughs> whoops, whoops. He did make a
0: meal of it. This time, I mean, yep. and even after that, he made it, he, he was then stuck behind Science for like
2: half the race. Well, at half last. Half, half of his diffuser was missing. Yeah, which you know makes a big difference. But and it also, is a hard track to overtake on. It was quite nice where he's like, I'm not really focused on the championship and. uh you know what'll will be will be thank the team etc cetera, etc cetera. and then where's Vettel where's Vettel <laughs> where do I need to be how far ahead is he going to win and then when they go oh well Bottas is in second place so it's negative he'll get by I'm like oh that's a bit
0: Mamma Mia that's a bit of, oh what is it Mamma Mia what, what is Mamma Mia that's a bit too far or oh, something was that, like that that
2: that was Vettel yeah was Vettel. we'll get to him I'm sure but you know look, uh, he's four times world champion that's impressive yeah
0: it was quite funny though that he was saying like. Um, you know I've just got to focus on this race I'm like where is he, where is he, where is he because in an interview beforehand some I can't remember who it was now I think it was either the BBC or Sky asked him you know do you think about those seasons where it didn't quite happen like in 2007 or, or last year and he was like no no I don't think about it it's just not something I think about although in 2007 I was so close and I really wish I'd won it <laughs> But that was he clearly says more than he actually thinks
1: Red Bull, Phil and Chica 1, Terry nil. Verstappen, what? talented, young, lovely god of F1 Got to the front on the first lap and stayed there He lapped Hamilton at some point And went on to claim his third victory in F1 Ricardo retired with a turbo issue So Verstappen is with Red Bull till 2020 Are we going to see many more victories? Yes No <laughs> Good, right Well, right, here we ding, go ding. then
0: Okay, here's my case Yes, he's really good And if the car is halfway decent He'll win quite a lot more races And possibly even a championship or several Terry,
2: you're a post.
1: He's alright. Oh. Okay. This is
0: That's a persuasive argument. Yeah. I mean he's alright,
2: you know, he's he's not he's not the best, but he's alright.
1: I right. mean how can you how can you say he's not the best? Did you see Bottas. the bit where he
0: drove away from the Mercedes?
1: Uh. Yeah, we drove
2: away from Bottas. In <laughs> yeah. a Mercedes? Yeah, we could I think Will Stevens away. in a Mercedes would, I mean would do could. pretty well. No, I think we could all drive away from <laughs> Bottas in <laughs> a <and laughs> Bottas is a, broken man. a Mercedes would Bottas do well. Bottas is a broken man. Wow. He
1: was he was second. That's not a broken man
2: Second by like 30 seconds yeah. the only He's, man a, he's more a fine broken, servant to Hamilton's total charge The only man charge. more broken is Raikkonen Who is like another 30 seconds yeah. behind <laughs> So Vettel and Hamilton were essentially out of the race Ricardo was gone And so your golden boy Verstappen Is fighting against Mr. I've only got a year contract And then I'm back to fucking Williams And Mr. Shit how am I still here <laughs> So yeah I don't care he has not yet won a deserved race, in my opinion. Wow.
1: Ouch. Has he ever won a race where Hamilton hasn't had a problem?
2: No, because he hasn't got no. a faster car. Yet. But that race he won the other week, he did. I can't remember him a second, wasn't he? But why?
1: Well, who am I to,
2: <laughs> to break my own argument?
1: <laughs> okay, Ferrari. Now, after ruining the new World Championships chance of having a well-deserved ideal finale to his journey at the top... Vettel's race went surprisingly well considering he cocked up in the first lap and spent the entire race liking people off. Raikkonen couldn't get past Ocon until the virtual safety car gave him the chance to get round him and get on the podium. What did you think of Ferrari's performance?
2: Mamma mia, here I go again. I got mad and fucked up my chances. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not allowed to sing, am I? Sorry.
0: It was, um, it was very clumsy from Vettel. I don't think for a second it was deliberate, but it was very clumsy and from then i mean i mean he had no chance anyway let's face it it was all over if, but he didn't help himself
2: if he hadn't have done that argy Barge driving into hamilton in baku and if he hadn't done the argy Barge in singapore or he, drove into or he drove into raikkonen and if ferrari had you know checked their spark plugs
0: yeah and then he hadn't driven into verstappen and hamilton at this I race know, be-
2: before this race the, the, you could work out from the victories he should have got etc he would be six points in the lead going into this race so for two unforced errors on his part and one stupid fucking spark plug error on Ferrari's part, they've thrown away this.
0: They have thrown it away. I mean, I do th- it.
2: I do think that Hamilton
0: was on enough of a roll and the Mercedes was generally good enough for that he would have won anyway.
2: But it would have gone to the wire.
0: Yeah, and it is a bit disappointed that they they've sort of cheated us out of an exciting end of the season by just cheated,
2: Bernie. What? No, sorry.
0: By just being yeah, just fucking it
2: up. Sad but true.
1: Williams. Massa got a puncture in the beginning but had a pretty good race and was so close to coming home in the top ten he could smell the points but didn't get any. More importantly, it was Stroll's birthday and he overtook Perez and came home in sixth. Is Stroll a better driver than Massa?
0: Yes. Wow, yes. I, I, I think he might be. I think Massa's passed it.
2: But that's like, oh. that's like comparing me to a 19 year old and say is the 19 year old more attractive you go well, yeah because he's got youth on his side
0: well it depends on the 19 year old
2: yeah i mean you're not a bad looking no. you, you know you've, you're very that well color co- you're yes. very well color coordinated today thank you i am but that's very kind of you but 19 <laughs> year olds can also be colour coordinated my point being massa is an old fart who should have retired years ago he did he
1: did he did he did retire he, did, he, did. Yes. he, did retire,
2: and he should have stayed retired it wasn't quite like you know Lethal Weapon, where it's just like you know I've got one last. I, I, he is too old for this shit. Mm-hmm. He's too old for this shit, How and does he see? doesn't have diplomatic immunity. He is sat on the toilet, which happens to be a bomb, yep. and that bomb is the Williams car, and it's not going off. Yep. It's just petering out, and it's just going to get to being racist. It
0: is, and it's just going to get to the point where Patsy Kensett has drowned, and then whatever happens in Lethal Weapon three
2: happens, and then weirdly there's going to be a TV series called Lethal Weapon, which is coming out.
0: Is there? Yeah. Honestly Oh we should talk about this I didn't hear about this Not at all nah. No I know nothing about it <laughs> Apart from I've seen it Has serious. it got Danny Glover in it? <laughs> no
1: Sauber uh, I didn't really Pay much attention to Sauber Things went well for Ericsson Until his car caught fire And then Verlein sat At the back of the race Anything else to add?
2: Um, <sighs> Ericsson her- was doing very well Yeah curiously well Yeah a little mm-hmm. bit too well Maybe Ericsson survives better On
0: less oxygen Well maybe last year's Ferrari engine Doesn't need the oxygen
2: Quite of did. publicity i don't why know what it is why did his
1: means. car go on fire?
2: Uh, because of the no oxygen oh, yeah. yeah it's really hot there and this is a problem when you watch the race for like the friday saturday sunday coverage there's a there's a great stat which is cuz the air is thin they run more downforce than at monaco but they get less downforce effect than at monza yeah. because of oxygen oh. And you kind of listen to that and go, that's interesting. And then go, I don't fucking understand. Yeah. And then people just keep saying it. Like there's 80% oxygen. Do do you you understand?
1: No. Force India. Ocon spent a lot of the race in third, but couldn't hold off the Ferraris. And local hero Sergio Perez came home in a fairly unimpressive seventh.
2: Okay. So there was an amazing thing where on lap 19, (coughs) all of the crowd put one hand in the air to say, this is for the the earthquake victims on the 19th of September October whatever whatever it was <laughs> oh, I've, oh, wow. that. I've wow. that touching wow. <laughs> on the 19th of October and then Perez came into the pits on lap 19 and I thought this is this for, for a strategy this is a shit time for a pit stop but if he comes out with one arm in the air this is impressive and the <laughs> kept both his hands on the wheel wow but Ocon has been robbed of third a podium again and again he was the number really, of races really good. when he's fucking third and then I mean, thing, he's yeah. been robbed by
0: not having as fast a car yeah. as the top three teams. Yeah, but I think he's
1: a really he is driver. doing
0: exceedingly I well. Think
1: put him in a fast car, and he would get be, him in that Mercedes in podium.
0: <gasps> that oh. would
1: be good, wouldn't it?
0: Yep. he's better it, than us. Be, has he got? Has he got uh, any kind of Mercedes link? I'm yeah, he's a Mercedes boy. Oh, uh, him do, you reckon, and do you reckon he's going to force Verline out? Uh. How if how you if you were Toto Wolff and you were bored of Bottas, like he probably is, who would you choose right now? If you had to sign somebody for next year, it's not going to happen. But would you choose Ocon or would you choose Verline? Ricardo. Interesting.
2: Um, If I was Toto Wolf, if I was me, I would sign Ocon, but I'd keep Verline on hand. On my hand. How (laughs) long
1: is Ocon at Force India for next
2: season? I think they're both confirmed for next season, but that's it, I think.
1: Hey, yes.
2: Earth, I am so pissed off with everything. Hey. Mexico. So
1: Magnussen, good start for Magnuson, and he had a lucky pit, and he actually got points. Grosjean had a scrap with Alonso, got a five-point penalty, and came in last. Did he deserve that? He
0: bugged his
2: car, didn't he, Grosjean? Yeah. Not that he, not that he moaned about it. <laughs> Grosjean has just been not only the moaning thing. I saw a great interview with him where he was like facing the camera, and they were asking him about the shut up thing from the week before where the, he was told to shut up and he went I will make no comment on that and they kept asking him about it and you could see he, he was getting a bit like his eye was twitching a bit like going I've been told off in front of everyone and now you're asking me about it and then he does it and he get a big spin on Friday and he's crazy like he is just shit <laughs> by the way if you didn't listen to the last episode we it's been voted by the public that he is a new person we slag off yeah
1: mm. he's a no Terry not that much <laughs> Well, I don't the know, the, vo- the votes were
2: pretty uh, pretty was,
0: comprehensive. Yeah. Hmm. Just away from, from Grosjean, though, uh, Magnussen, I thought, did rather well. Unca- uncharacteristically non-Magnussen-like. Yeah. In that he got out of the way of people that came up behind him with blue flags, didn't cause any bother, raced well, finished in points... Do you
2: reckon the lack of oxygen means his balls rise up into his body and (laughs) he's not so concerned with the sucking?
1: Right, Renault. Things are good for a bit for Renault and then it all went downhill when Sainz had tyre problems and then Hülkenberg had issues. I've been wanting to ask you this for the last 24 hours. What went on with the jumping off the car bit?
2: Two explanations. Yes. One serious, one silly. Which one do you want first, Cheeky? Start with serious. Okay, so... The electrical unit in the car, the ERS system, mm. is incredibly fucking dangerous. Like, <laughs> scarily dangerous. There's a lot of electricity in there. And then when they said the car's dangerous, it means that if you touch any metal bit, basically, you might get electrocuted. So jump off the car and don't fucking touch it if you can help it. So that's actually quite terrifying if you're sat in, basically, a dodgy circuit.
0: That's the reason it's sat there at the side for ages, because there, there's a no little light on it, it that says whether it's safe or not. You see, Sometimes oh, you see just yeah, above the airbox, yeah. there's like a green light or a red light, or whatever it is. And um, that's the reason they didn't move it for a while, because they were
2: like, all the marshals are like, if we touch this car, we're going to get fried. Whoa. But the silly answer is that okay. the engineers, the, the radio engineer mechanic, who was on the radio? The, per- the radio person. It was uh, John Peel. Yeah, John Peel just said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what were the exact words? It was like, the car is dangerous. The car is unsafe. Look, the car is dangerous, which I took to mean he's got a fucking gun. I don't know how. We were in America last week. We're in Mexico now. He's got a gun. Banditos. Just give him your wallet and walk away slowly.
0: It was quite dramatic. Yeah, I don't dramatic. Think, I have seen footage from ages ago. I think from testing where they were... First testing out ERS before it was introduced. And there was a, a mechanic who got zapped by it. And oh, it I, looks yes. absolutely like, literally, they, 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 I can't remember who it was now. The car comes in, sort of swings out from the garage like they do when they're about to reverse it back in. And they, all the, they come over and one of the mechanics puts his hand on it and just goes, oh, and falls over.
1: Like and it is two. blooming yeah, terrifying.
0: I'm actually quite surprised. How many years is it we've had hybrid systems now?
2: Three years of hybrid systems, I don't remember of years that. of curves before that I as well. don't
0: remember that happening before. Do you?
2: No, that's never happened in a race, definitely.
0: I wonder oh. if they could weaponize it as part of tactics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so they just get too close to the car and then they just deploy Kurs and it just fries the car next to them, like an ah. EMP.
2: Could work.
1: That'd be cool. It's fucking or, tremendous. I mean,
2: the, the worst thing about this was when we had that weird, <laughs> like the camera shot where he, and he stands on top of the, the thing and then goes to jump and they cut away. Which <laughs> oh, so we never saw. He made the jump, which I made, which led me to believe he was being electrocuted. Because that's well, the sort of thing you do. I if didn't got electrocuted. Cut to commercials. Yeah. You know, go. I
0: didn't see a post-race interview with him, did you?
2: No, there was one bit where he was walking into the into his, the motor home, and honestly, his hair looked a bit more sticky up. Than <laughs>
1: Toro Rosso. Things weren't looking great for Toro Rosso as both drivers started at the back of the grid. Hartley drove well, but he had an engine failure. I didn't really see what Gastly got up to. Was this an okay performance, considering they've got two new drivers? Kind of.
2: Apart from yeah. the technical failure, I mean, I mean, it's weird. Like they are in a tough battle with Renault, who has now got Carlos Sainz driving mm. against them. But they they seem to not care about the Constructors' Championship because they want to get their two drivers bedded in. So in that respect, fair enough. You know, they're just two new drivers that are what two new to Formula One drivers that are learning. But I thought he, Hartley
0: was looking quite good I mean Gasly's quite well regarded and he's done a lot more F1 car driving in the last few years than Hartley has done he's done quite a lot of testing and all this kind of stuff and Hartley was ahead of him in the race and I believe qualified ahead of him as well I can't actually yeah, remember Gasly
2: had no Friday practice so. He didn't really no that's true
0: they, I mean problem. they were plagued by problems all yeah. weekend so maybe you know, maybe you're right. Actually, that's not a good Am thing. I but also, I think they've both got potential. I'm, I'm intrigued. I hope they keep them actually
2: for next year I think to see how is. they go. Sounds get like on. they will. all just sports seems to think. And I heard a rumor on the BBC Checkered Flag podcast. So I don't know how true it is, but apparently Alonso <laughs> and Stoffel were very much enjoying the fact, saying next year this is what you're going to have next year, mate, in your Honda. Shit, mate, is it?
0: I just like that we should probably note the fact that you said that. Renault is still going to be faster than Honda next year yeah. and then if it turns out not to be true we'll drag it up and mock you relentlessly Absolutely. for it Absolutely,
2: I, I, I am a man of my word
1: Will signs have told Renault Toro Rosso's secrets, do you think?
2: There was an interview about this
1: Oh, was that? This, this, this is
2: almost like a lead question where you knew <laughs> the answer but What the that? hell are Toro
0: Rosso's secrets?
2: <laughs> Cyril Abbeatable was being interviewed and I said, "Did he did, has he told you anything about Red Bull or the, the Toro Rosso's anything and he just went, no, he's been very good about it and he's not told us anything which means he's, he's told, told him everything. everything.
0: PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> like interpretive dance. He's how written a spell, musical.
2: How to spell Toro Rosso. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's only one R in Toro Rosso. Who knew?
1: Well, that changes everything. McLaren. Not a very impressive weekend for McLaren, especially as they were battling with Sauber. My favourite bit was when Alonso decided to take Hamilton on. Was it what you expected from McLaren?
2: Well, Alonso said after qualifying they had the best car.
1: Oh, yeah, but he says that every bloody race. I mean,
2: but, but the thing is, they, they were doing quite well. I mean, it does prove the fact that they've got a really good chassis and if they had a decent engine, they'd be up there. But, importantly, they're not. Yes. <laughs> next year... There'll be some excuse. Oh, we couldn't integrate the Renault engine, or yeah. Renault yeah. spelling wrong, But
0: or, Wasn't uh, it
1: great I mean, when, they were, they when, when Hamilton was coming past Alonso? Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a good yeah. and then Hamilton was like, oh, jog on, man. It was yeah. like 2007
0: all over again. It was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> except for
2: the fact that Alonso oh, was in a shit car, <laughs> and Hamilton had a worse haircut. Yeah. Can we also <laughs> just talk quickly about back on Hamilton thing because I know he's world champion, but. He, at the start of the race, should not have bloody been there. He should have backed off whilst Vettel and Verstappen were having an argy-bargy. He had to finish fifth.
1: Why is eh, not fu- his style, though, Why is the it? Why the
2: fuck was he going for that, for that place? He wants to win. That Etten a quote of, if you don't go for a gap, you're not a racing driver, could be changed now. If you don't go for a gap, you're not a fucking bellend who's going to throw away his <laughs> world championship because you can't fucking take it easy.
0: In fairness, he still had two races. He, c- he can afford to have thrown it away. It's like, oh, I'll just do it next week.
2: I had a moment of terror watching the race, thinking... If Vettel climbs up the field and actually comes second in this one and Hamilton goes out, you know, it's very unlikely that Hamilton's not going to finish in the points in the next two races, but it's not impossible. And imagine if he'd thrown it away. Just saying, drop, Mike. I'm imagining it. But he didn't. Okay. And now he's the champion with two races left.
1: <laughs> All of which leads us to the standings with Terry Saunders.
2: Here are the not final standings, but certainly the final standings that matter in first place is four times world champ Lewis Hamilton in second place is four times ruined a chance of being a five times world champ it's Sebastian Vettel in third place four clauses in his contract giving a sleepless nights that's Valtteri Bottas performance clauses he's not going to be there for much longer in fourth place four times this week he's been looking for Max's name tag on his engine it's Ricardo in 5th place, it's four times this week. He's caught his reflection in the mirror and smiled, knowing he shouldn't be in this job anymore. It's Kiri Raikkonen. <laughs> in 6th place, Max Verstappen, who is four years old. <laughs> in 7th place is Sergio Perez, who's only ever done four pit stops. Little known <laughs> fact. He's very good with his tyres. In 8th place, for the love of God this season is long, I've really run out of ideas, is Espan In fifth place, fourth generation, Carlos Sainz. We think he's the second generation, but there's been a long line of Carlos Sainzes. (laughs) Four months to retirement, it's Felipe Massa. Uh, Four people employed just to hold towels. That's Lance Stroll. He's that rich. Uh, In twelfth place, 4,000 volts coursing through him. It's Nico (laughs) Hulkenberg. In 13th place, a four letter answer is Roman Grosjean. In 14th, four balls are sucking Kevin <laughs> Magnussen. In 15th, four t shirts sold, disappointing stuff for Ruffle. And in 16th place, four times stuck up in his voodoo Lewis Hamilton doll, it's Fernando Alonso. <laughs> Uh, 17th place, four times has woken up crying since his last race. It's Jocelyn Palmer. And in 18th, four times I've woken up. I'm crying. Yes, crying. It's Pascal Verline. And in 19th place, it's four times he's picked up the phone just checking for a dial tone. It's Daniel (laughs) Kaviat. Okay, and the Team Constructors' Championship is, in first place, Constructors' Champions, Mercedes. In second place, Butterfinger Champions. They've let it slip through their fingers. In third place, Moaning Champions It's Red Bull. In fourth place, No Frills Champions. In fifth place, Teams Called Williams Champions. I'm really struggling there. Uh, In sixth place, Harsh Champions is Toro Rosso. In seventh place, Do The Right Thing Champions. They got rid of Palmer. Uh. In 8th place, gently fading away champions is Haas. In ninth place, pissing on their heritage champions is McLaren. (laughs) And in 10th place, turning up champions, good old Sauber.
1: (laughs) Christmas is coming, no matter what we do. So why not buy the one you love, some FF1S merch? To illustrate the point... Myself, Terry and Phil have bought gifts for each other from ff1s.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. So we have them here. Terry, you are first. Ooh. Open Santa's sack.
2: Okay, so um, oh, I have everything. Oh, I can see our logo and it appears to be... <laughs> I have a t-shirt with a big logo on. That's going to be very handy. It's a white t-shirt with a logo on. It's very Wham of the 80s. That looks but like large. a long t-shirt
1: a of the kind yeah. that appears
0: to be in fashion these days.
2: Choose like life.
1: It's very trendy. It's very trendy. Very trendy. trendy. I'll be wearing
0: We're this. I mean, we are nothing if bang on not bang on trend. <laughs> are
2: there two other
1: things in here?
0: Oh, it's in, a,
2: it's in another bag. This one is... <laughs> I think it's... Good. <laughs> I think it's... Oh, it's a bag. I've got a bag. Oh, nice! <laughs> oh, that's quite nice. That, that is quite nice, actually. It's quite nice. It's very bag. trendy. I would say, guys, if you want to order something online, get a tote bag. It's not only a nice bag. It's got a it's got a white bag with a logo and mm. a black lining. I think this other one is a cushion cover, mm. which I am, to be honest. Indifferent by. yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> and uh, and also should have should have come with an interior bit.
1: Oh wait, hang on. Oh, oh what's oh, this? A hey. oh, what a
2: vacuum packed cushion. Do you know what the that's
1: fact that's is? Vacuum pack is really that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I like okay. That so
0: looks like the kind of thing you can throw on your sofa and just go. Hey,
2: I will be wearing the t-shirt with pride. I will be using that bag for occasional Sainsbury's trips, and the cushion <laughs> will stay in a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Secret Santa. You've been lovely.
1: So, I'm next. Oh, chick has got
0: separate packages.
1: Right. right, so this is, again, very nice wrapping here. This is uh, so it's a black... Oh, yes. Oh, that's it nice. Is a bla- this is really cool. It's a black for Formula One's sake. And a, I think uh, this might be a dress, actually. Hang on.
2: Okay, it might be a dress. You- and t- t- it's got, look, it's got a lining.
1: Well, oh, there we I go. See. That's what I'll be wearing in the clubs.
2: Let's hope we don't all set up at the same club on the same <laughs> night. It's not happened yet, but it could. So <laughs> your <laughs> second gift, <laughs> what? Sorry, more...
1: second gift now. So this is a seems to be a sort of box. It's sort of an oblong. Here.
2: Ooh. 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 Oh, look oh, at this. <laughs> Oh, that is is cool!
1: Oh, it's a flower That's
2: amazing. (laughs) And now, okay, so fill a different wrapping paper again. Yeah, has
1: really
0: thought this this is good. (laughs) This is good wrapping paper. You mean Santa has thought this through? What have we? Oh my my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's (laughs) grey. It's got a podium by Barcelona logo, (laughs) and it appears to it appears to be a white (laughs) beater.
1: Sure if it's my cool very
0: own Podium by Barcelona vest. <laughs> Hold it up, let's have a let's have a good look.
1: So it's grey.
0: nice design. But it's like it? a grey mile design.
1: Yeah. And it's actually really good quality. It is good. I'm not
0: just saying this because it's our own merch and we want you to buy it. Yeah. Which of course you <laughs> well, can you do. Well, you
2: should, yeah. It's a good, um, good designer, isn't no, it? The Podium good, by Barcelona is, is a look. really nice design.
0: By I like this.
1: I will be <laughs> well wearing this. I'm a,
0: I think I'm going to a Tenerife in January for a work thing and I might wear this.
1: Fantastic.
0: While I'm... um actually doing work but you know just while i'm driving a car or presenting a video or something thank you secret santa
1: you too can get a gift that keeps on giving because every purchase helps keep this podcast in beer and boring things like server space go to ff1s.com forward slash shop 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 and buy 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 now and now it's time for the state of f1 with terry saunders It's
2: awkward when the freshly crowned world champion isn't on the podium it happened in 2006 2008 2009 2012 and this year so it's a problem that needs addressing and full disclosure i had the idea for the state of f1 before liberty media slightly addressed it but as ever they could do better the f1 season is made up of 22 races and each is important to the championship except when they're not each race is its own little entity and first second and third matters even more so when it's someone unexpected or new on the podium But on one race each year, the cumulative effect kicks in and it's about the maths and possibilities. This weekend, Lewis had to finish 5th to guarantee the championship. Knight ended up doing it, but 1st, 2nd or 3rd would have made for less weird telly. So what did Liberty get right? First, the 4th spot in the winner's enclosure for the new world champion. Brilliant idea. Also, big interview with him when he ran around. This was less brilliant because he was clearly (laughs) distracted and David Coolzard isn't that good at it. Then, there was a revolving DJ on a subdued podium which was frankly fucking weird. (laughs) So what's missing from this equation? What could possibly be added to make it seem more, I don't know, ceremonial? Well, the clue was on the grid with the big fucking World Championship spiral trophy thing. Where the fuck was it at the end? Think about Wimbledon the second the championship point is played they roll out a big carpet they line up all the officials and ball boys and girls and then wheel out Sue Barker to give the now what is it they give out is it a handshake a well done no it's a big fucking trophy (laughs) Lewis Hamilton just won the championship give him the fucking trophy but no what F1 have always done is wait till December then give it out in a closed door ceremony in Paris really great for the fans but don't worry I have a solution now, I actually thought they were going to get it right when the podium started spinning round like an episode of Bullseye. I thought that Liberty had masterminded everything and had a special one-step podium that Lewis Hamilton would appear on with the trophy in hand, and hopefully Sue Barker. <laughs> then you could have a slightly more formal interview after he calmed down a bit, and you'd have a smashing photo op, etc., as a New World Champion holds the thing he just won. There needs to be more visual rewards in F1 Full Stop, a way of keeping a race a separate entity, but also give each podium ceremony its own flavour. Yes, even if that is with a revolving DJ. But also, here's an idea, what about separate championships? Get the calendar more geographically sensible, then have the main champions split into a European season, a US season, etc. Maybe in the future we can even have teams that come in for a part of a season. An American indie team coming in for four races for the American season to beat Haas. What about drivers? Championships split up into categories defined by me. Old farts, whiny dicks, sexy ones. Pascal is five (laughs) five times world champion. (laughs) Liberty have done a lot, and this year we should really praise them for the amount of change they've made. But there is so much more to do.
0: I agree with a lot of that. The revolving DJ was fucking weird. It was very weird. He was really giving it some, and nobody else on the podium looked at all bothered and maybe just a little bit confused. But I think we should remember that Liberty are pretty new to this, and they've come up with loads of ideas, and I always say I'm, I'm happy they're trying stuff, even if they fall flat on their face, because they're trying stuff.
2: No, totally. I mean, my, my least... Favorite memory of a championship-winning race was when I think Jenson Button won the 2009 season, but Vettel won the race in a Red Bull, and the podium was basically just ignored. They were just like three guys going, um, "I did just win a race," and everyone's like, Yay, "World champion!" Woo! So the fact that they're doing anything, because in the, in the past Formula One has always felt like they got they're a bit embarrassed by the championship. They kind of go, "Oh well." I mean, yeah, he won the championship, but that we don't we don't do that till the ceremony in Paris <laughs> that nobody actually, watches. Actually, we don't do that till then. So they're doing something. It's good. Something's happening. More can be done. I'm just saying, Liberty, if you're listening, I'm available for consultation work. And what's your daily rate? A lot.
1: That is it from us. It is goodbye to Phil Tromans.
0: Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about an interview with Alan Prost, uh, in which he called our dearly departed <sighs> Julian Palmer a big hole. Possibly not directly in the way that we interpreted, but basically said that there was a big hole
2: at Renault. He's called the Professor. He knows what he's doing. Yeah.
1: And to Terry Saunders.
2: We haven't had time to talk about... Mark Priestley has written a book. Now, you might know him as being a McLaren mechanic. He's written a book called... The Mechanic, The Secret World of the F1 Pit Lane with a forward by David Coulthard which is not in the proof copy we have received as a gift from Penguin but you know, David Coulthard speaks enough it's fine. We'll talk about the book in the next episode when Phil's ready.
1: We'll be back in two weeks time to discuss the Brazilian Grand Prix at Interlagos in the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash For f one Sake. And follow us on Twitter at For f one Sake. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your preferred podcast app, then please do so. It really helps us out. And if you want to leave a positive review, maybe say, I don't know, five stars, that would be awesome too. Lastly, four amazing truly amazing quality FF1S merch that is guaranteed to make you super attractive and the ones you love happy check out our online shop Terry what is the address it is
2: FF1S.com forward slash that's the slash pointing to the right
1: shop 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 thanks for listening see you in a fortnight I've been G. goodbye
0: goodbye